Are you excited to be in the Lord's house this morning? It's an exciting thing that we're doing. It is far more valuable and should stir us far more than anything we've done in the previous six days. Turn with me in your Bibles to Psalm 16. This is a great psalm. I want to do this psalm justice, justice in your ears. The subject matter is, is very conducive to what we're going to do today. Um, having read a few men's commentaries on it, they were very excited about this psalm, as we should be. It's about David in this life and for the first seven verses. And the last four are about the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a, it's a messianic psalm. David was a prophet. Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, thou art my Lord. My goodness extendeth not to thee. But to the saints that are in the earth and to the excellent, and whom is all my delight. Their sorrows shall be multiplied that hasten after another God. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer, nor take up their names into my lips. The Lord is the portion of mine inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. The lines are fallen unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad, my glory rejoiceth, my flesh, my flesh also shall rest in hope. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine Holy One to see corruption. Thou wilt show me the path of life, and thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. I wanted to bring you a psalm of hope this morning, a messi- a, preferably a messianic psalm as we remember the Lord's death here in a few hours. A psalm of hope requires trouble. Did David have any trouble in his life? Oh, yes. Is there anything in your life right now that has you possibly worried or troubled? This psalm is a prayer for preservation or deliverance. David had hope, thus his trust in God. David appeals to God to honor him by admitting his sinfulness and by declaring humility. I cannot add to thee or profit thee. One of my favorite passages is from a book of Job. Eli, Elihu explaining to Job, Look unto the heavens and see, and behold the clouds which are higher than thou. 
If thou be righteous, what givest thou him? Or what receiveth he of thine hand? Coming down to verse 3, David David wants to serve the excellent in the earth. You think we're getting a few opportunities here in the next weeks and months to serve some of the the saints and excellent in the earth? They are his delight. The excellent, the saints, the people that worship the Lord, they they take his time and energy and he's glad to give it. Verse 4, their sorrows shall be multiplied that hasten after another God. David hated idolatry and idolaters like you like you should. And I hope you do like I hope I do enough. I know that you will judge them, David says. I hate false religion to show my devotion to you. I don't want to participate in their worship or even use their names in my lips. Because the Lord is my portion and inheritance and cup, Lord, you you maintain everything for me down in verse 5. Verse 6, the lines are fallen unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. David's property lines, his lot in life, it wasn't accidental. It didn't just fall to him. The Lord had his best interests at heart when he gave David the things that David had. Another thought I had was the man Jabez in the Old Testament. Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, and that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. I like that uh, cross-reference very much. Verse 7, I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel, and my reins also instruct me in the night seasons. This God whose help I need has blessed me. He gives me counsel in the day, and he teaches me at night. You know, again, going to the book of Job, Elihu was reminding Job that the Lord teaches us on our bed at night. He wants to remove man from his purpose so we don't get proud and, and puffed up. Amen. Come with me down to verse 8. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. Now we're switching over here a little bit. This is now David speaking prophetically yes. about the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. It's Jesus here by virtue of the therefore in verse 9. Peter quoted this almost word for word in Acts 2 about Jesus' resurrection. He used this, these several verses powerfully to condemn the house of Israel for, for killing, for murdering the Lord of glory. He, um, the, the argument is, is excellent in, there in Acts 2. Jesus always had God's will in mind. At 12, he said, I must be about my father's business. At 12, I'm embarrassed to tell you what I was doing at 12. He had God at his right hand where we put our most valuable things. Even knowing the crucifixion was coming, 
I shall not be moved. Therefore, as a result, with God before him and at his right hand, Jesus' heart was glad. Can you you imagine it? Can you get your mind around what I'm trying to say? He knew what was coming. He was not confused. It was not murky. He didn't have a good idea. He knew exactly what was coming. But his heart was glad. Our hearts will also be glad when the God, God is the same to us. Yes. When we keep God as important as He should be in our lives, not as second, third place, and when we don't give Him just 80%, our heart will be glad. Yes. Trials, tribulations will seem as nothing. Yes. Jesus' tongue rejoiced. Amen. Our tongues will also rejoice when the God is the same to, same to us. One of the last things he did with his friends and disciples, they sang a hymn and went out. He used the present tense in verse 8. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Now he switches to the future tense. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. Why? He was looking past his death. Yes. His flesh, his body, shall rest in hope. Yes. He knew his body would only lie in the grave for three days. Amen. The hope I have about my body after death, because you will not leave it in the grave, because you will not let it corrupt. Praise God. Amen. Though God forsook him, he, he committed his spirit to him. Though God forsook him, he knew God would preserve his body. Amen. Jesus knew if he died doing the will of God, God would give him eternal life. Amen. God would give him fullness of joy. Yes. Hebrews 12, for the joy that was set before him. Verse 11, thou wilt show me the path of life, and thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy, at thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Yes. At God's right hand, there are currently pleasures forevermore. Right now. We all have our favorite communion songs, if you will. The things that evoke emotion from us that we love to think about and muse on and the sobriety of remembering the Lord's death till He come. Man of Sorrows is, is one of ours, one of my favorite. He's no longer the Man of Sorrows. He's not, he, he will never again hang on a tree. This psalm is a psalm of hope for David, for David's son. We shall soon be with David and his son at God's right hand. Is this your hope? Is this your portion? Amen.